0: EarthBed Muscle is a grassroots supplement company created by some of the best strength coaches in the United States to provide their athletes with wholesome supplements. EarthBed Muscle has changed the supplement industry with their minimal ingredient approach to sports nutrition. Dane's Platform is also brought to you by The Acceleration Diet. The Acceleration Diet is a customized weight loss program catered to each individual, their needs and their schedule. Accelerate your metabolism today with The Acceleration Diet. Finally, Dane's Platform is also brought to you by Holistic Encapsulations. Holistic Encapsulations provides organic hemp extract with an incredible 27 to 1 CBD ratio. Loaded with CBDs, hemp extract has been shown to decrease anxiety, have a positive impact on cancer, improve sleep, improve brain function, and decrease inflammation. Head over to holisticencapsulations.com today and get on the path to holistic recovery.
1: All right, so we're here for another episode of Dane's Platform, and this is after a long weekend in Los Angeles at well actually it was Anaheim at the 2017 American Open where Garage Strength tore up Um, 40 percent of our lifters meddled and 20 percent of our lifters broke American records Uh, so we had a pretty successful weekend and I'm sitting here with Noah Kennedy White and I'm slightly jet lagged. I had, took a red eye to get back home. Uh, I got home back into Philly around five fifteen this morning and I'm back into the LPT aka Leesport, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> around uh right around seven fifteen. So crazy weekend and I think uh Couple of the the hardest parts about coaching Olympic weightlifting is just that there there's so much involved from uh, a strategic standpoint and a strategic perspective with the cards and stuff like that. But so Noah, what do you what the hell do you want to know?
0: <laughs> uh, I, let's start off. I just kind of want to run down all of the garage strength lifters and just take a look at your thoughts, sort of a behind the scene look at. Okay. Know what happened to me So first up was a pretty big one. Uh, Haley went last Friday.
1: Let's do Haley last. Yeah. yeah <laughs> All right. We'll yeah. save her for
0: last. So then after that, Anne Marie.
1: Okay. So Anne Marie. Uh, so she's she got fourth last year at the at USA's in the 53k division. Um, she's a stud. She's 33, so she's older. She's only been lifting for about a year and a half full time, and. Uh, she's actually only been lifted with me for about like 16 months. I want to say I think she started last fall so she hasn't really been training full time for too long and she was even I think she was like a distance runner or something um, but she did she works like 70 80 hours a week and and she's super motivated and she was a 58 and a 63 and then the last couple of meets she's been cutting down to 53 and this this meet specifically i I just i sat there and i and she she had the sauna um and it showed dude you could just see she was just spent so she went out she hit her second snatch um and then missed her third and then cleaning jerks you know she's powered 90 kilos uh, like five or six times in the last like two or three weeks and she couldn't even I think we opened at 88 or 90. It actually might have been 90 that we opened with and she bombed in in clean and jerks. And after the meet, you know, she's sort of upset and and you know, I'm frustrated, I'm upset. I f- I feel for her because I know the time and the effort that she puts in and and how focused she can be. But with that being said, I actually feel like it was a a positive a positive meet because it was the end of our 53 K experiment you know so so for her to we we went I wanna say this is her third or fourth national comp at 53 kilos and as a 33 year old woman and and constantly working all the time and and trying to recover and still be on point in training and not get beat down and hurt um, it just it was too much and and that was that's like the one that's like you know, it's. I know it sounds hokey that I'm looking at it so in such a positive light, but I really, truly believe it was a good meet for her because it really just cemented like the cuts too much. So yeah. she is. Uh, I told her right away. I was like, "Dude, we gotta go back up to 58. It's right. too. It's too much." And I think she's pretty excited for that, just because she'll be able to eat and and uh, get her legs back under her and and get back on the grind. And I think she'll stay healthier physically and mentally because she won't be as as nutrient deficient from yeah. from trying to cut. Yeah,
0: that's that's just a tough part of what is already a mentally very challenging sport. If you're mm-hmm. already if you're also having to worry about your weight and then you get to competition day and you're warming up in the back and everything just feels heavy when it shouldn't. Yeah. Like that's just that's hard.
1: Yeah, and like the last, dude, the last half hour she's in the sauna doing jumping jacks. Yeah, that's just, and you know in your mind as a competitor,
0: like, this isn't helping me. (laughs) yeah. This is not what I need to be doing. All right, Um, anything else from that?
1: No, I was just thinking about like, she's one of those chicks that she's got like the stress of running like a multi-million dollar company on the back (laughs) of her head. And then she's probably in the warm-ups like. Why the fuck was I just doing jumping jacks?
0: The <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Yeah, that, that's got to be tough. All right. Uh, next, we had Jake the Snake. Jake oh, Horst. <laughs> okay, so
1: Jake did. Jake did really well. I, I think he's like starting to really turn the corner with um, with his sort of his competition anxiety. Um, he's getting better at handling that, and he's getting better at gaming up at the right time. Um. He came out the. the it was a little frustrating. He missed his last warm-up in snatch, uh, 115, and he missed his opener. But then he did hit 19, yeah. and then he hit 22. Right. Um. So he got a he got bronze in snatch and. We were in a decent spot, like not great. I was hoping that he would hit his opener and then he'd, we'd take 22 or 23. If, if he hit his opener, actually, we are going to go 24 because I knew he, he would f- be feeling it a little bit better. Right. 24 would have gotten him silver in the snatch. And then, you know, in a perfect world, we would have taken 28 or 29 on a start attempt and to, to try and win the snatch. Um but he did, make, he did come back after having two misses his last warm-up and then missing his opener. He came back and hit hit those two in a row, and that, and that put him in a pretty solid position um, heading into clean and jerks. Now, he says I told him to put his opener at 135. <laughs> I think I told him to put it at 142. But anyway, this is where I suck as a coach and I should really just put my head in sand. Uh, DJ and I were in the back wrestling each other, like full-blown wrestling each other, and John, mobility doc, is talking to Jake, not paying attention at all, <laughs> and I hear Yasha Fay, who's a well-renowned weightlifting coach, he was a really good weightlifter in the 90s, um, in early 2000s, and he's like, dude, and he had just been, actually, He had, I got to tell you this story. He had spent like ten minutes telling me, like, like giving me mad props, like, "Dang, like <laughs> you're doing a good job. Like, your team stacked. Your guys are always good. Everybody's always, always knows that, always know that you're gonna bring a stud in a session." And I like what you're doing with your business and your family. It's just pretty cool. And twenty minutes later, he was the one yelling for me to not time out, Jake.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was that was confusing from a sh- like I was watching it at home oh, shit. and I'm like
1: because <laughs> they had uh, whoever was before him they
0: had his name up and they were running the two minute clock and then with like fifty seconds left I see horse come up and then just nothing and yeah. I thought it was I was like oh there's no way like they would mess that up I assumed it was on the fault of like whoever was running the meet yeah but
1: but I sucked <laughs> it up yeah <laughs> yeah I dude I, there's nothing I could say other than us being dipshits um and I. I'll say this, like with all that being said, I don't think it changed the outcome of the meet because what ended up happening is that I we had already figured out Jake had to come in after I guess you could sort of call it the peloton, after that like main group of weightlifters was was finishing like mm-hmm to separate himself from that group we knew we had to take 48 when we knew that there was gonna be two or three guys that would attempt 48 to try and beat him but I didn't you know after watching the attempts um... there's Anton after watching the attempts we sort of knew like nobody was gonna hit more than 48 so we took 48 first He, he got on the board with a strong opener and we only had one attempt left and basically what it came down to was um Jake had, you know, he really only had two cleaning jerks because I fucked him over on that first one. And we sat there and we were like, okay, you know, if Staly, the kid who got second, if he hit I want to say it was fifty-one. If he hit that, we had to go fifty-five. Now he hit fifty-one. I still think he pressed out fifty-one.
0: <laughs> they were calling a lot of press outs too.
1: Yeah, I actually thought he pressed that out. Now with that being said, Stolly came back and just absolutely smashed like 58, I think it was. Like he okay. killed it. So that, it did, no didn't. Yeah, it didn't yeah. change it. Like he 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 gamed up, and that's where, and, and and we knew we had to bank on by that point, especially after snatch. We basically had to bank on Mason Groller, uh bombing out and clean and jerk, which he almost did, uh, but he didn't. He he hit his second clean and jerk. So with Jake, you know he. He competed and he hit what he needed to hit. So he basically went three for five, and and he he swept the bronzes all across. He had three medals, so you know we we're pretty happy with that at, at the new weight class. And I think he's going to be in a good position mentally. He's got it. He still needs to make. He's got to handle. He's got to handle the stress a little bit better. You know, he's got to hit those openers, and he's and he's also just got to deal with like in the back. He's got to mature. He still, he still gets a little upset if you say anything not even remotely negative, but anything that is involved with a little bit of stress, he's gotta mature a little bit more in that regard, where, you know, I, I, I'm, I like this analogy, you think if Tom Brady throws a pick, does he come off the, the, the football field and Bill Belichick's rubbing his back, telling him everything's gonna be okay, or do they analyze what happened and, and try and move forward?
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was talking to him earlier, and it seemed like it was definitely, like, it's tough when you essentially have two lifts in each, the snatch and the clean and jerk. Um, when you kind of are sitting there missing, effectively missing the opener on both lifts, that just kind of puts you in a tough position attempts wise and in terms of, uh, gaming with your competition to try to get your attempts right and, uh, you know, hook everything up to give yourself a good chance. And even with that 55 on his last clean and jerk, like if he had had potentially another attempt at that, I think he could have done that's, that. That's,
1: that's, see, that's where I, like, now again. I do think he would have hit that 55, but it wouldn't have changed his positioning. Okay. um, Because Stali hitting what he hit, but it doesn't matter. I screwed him out of. I potentially screwed him out of like four or five kilos there. Well, actually, no. If he hits that 55, I screwed him out of what six or seven kilos. So, um, yeah, it was dude. It was just shitty. But at the same time, one thing talking with Yasha about it actually afterwards because I just, yeah, we were bullshitting around and he's like, dude, I've done that before. Uh, Mike Gatone and told me he almost timed out Harrison on his first clean jerk at worlds this year. So he's like, dude, it happens and you're probably not going to do it again because you're going to be on the board harder.
0: Yeah,
1: And, and that's really, I will say to my arrogant side, DJ and I, even with Haley prior to Jake. Um, Dude, we ran house on the cards. We are very, very good on the cards. Yeah, you but, guys, you guys put up good examples. So
0: yeah, and I mean, better to do it here than at Worlds. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, next up was Kate in the 58s.
1: Okay, so Kate in the 58s. She, we knew going in. Um, you know, we sat down. We had our papers out. We had our stipend sheets out. We had our. Uh, the Pan Am team in the Junior World rankings out. So we knew where her attempts had to be. But the main goal with her was to hit the 79K in the snatch. Um, and we knew opening up. We were going to open the snatch at 75 and go right to 79 to get her those two attempts at 79. And Kate's a gamer. Um, her last like four meets. I want to say she's had. So the last four meets I, she's gone. It's like nineteen out of twenty four on Damn. our, tennis, which is just absurd. yeah. and uh, even even going back to you know youth nationals, she went six for six. One of our and two of our local meets, she went five for six in that. So she's just dude, she's a gamer. So we go seventy five to open up. and then after the seventy five, we go right to seventy nine, narrow miss on the on the second attempt in snatch at seventy nine. And when she had that narrow miss, I knew she was going to hit it, uh, and that was an American record. Uh, her third attempt at 79k is an American record, uh, which had been set in like 2007. So yeah. we uh, we were pretty pretty ecstatic about it because of how old the record was, but also the fact that it was just you know coming back from that, that tough miss. Um, I don't know. It was it did it was awesome. It was awesome, and then she just kept steamrolling weights all the way into through clean and jerk. You know, we get into that first attempt in clean and jerk, and she just smashed it. I think it was 91. Then we go 94, and 94 put us in a good position as far as some of the some of the team rankings in in her ranking in her session. And then uh, 97 was her last attempt in clean and jerk. And I had told her if she hit 79, that we could if we could creep up close to 100 that that could get close to a junior world team now the the women's junior world team is going to be the best team ever uh, this year by far the the women's team in the US the women's like development the youth and the juniors are absolutely phenomenal and Kate might be on the bubble she might be like 10th or 11th with that ranking but it's still going to get her close and and it's we've got two more big meets to try and push that total so you know we're excited for where she's at heading forward.
0: Yeah, and I mean I just kind of wanted to touch on what we were talking about. You were telling me about her sort of backroom mentality. Yeah, before she started. Um, I don't know if you want to. Yeah, yeah, no.
1: She's she's. You know, everybody always asks me what's the difference between you know a lifter who's good and a lifter who's elite. And the best part about Haley and Kate with both of them is even when they have a miss, they can sit down and they can take constructive criticism. They can say, "Yo, yo, Kate, you know, you missed this because of that," or Kate. Yo, don't worry about the miss. Like, let your body take over. Let let your body do its job. It's gonna be there, and that's exactly what happens. Like Kate's one of those those women that just sits there. She'll she'll communicate to you very well. Like, you know, this is how I'm feeling, and this is what you know, whatever. And she even said, you know, with with the last attempt in cleaning jerk, did you just fart. No, oh. <laughs> in uh, in cleaning jerk, she was like, dude, put ninety seven on, and I'll, and I'll destroy it. So. uh <laughs> We put 97 on and she destroyed it, but it's just, it's great to have athletes like that where you can have the confidence in them. And if you give them criticism at all, they listen, they just sit there and they listen. They don't, they don't talk back. They don't tell you to shut up. They don't tell you they're coachable. And when you, when you have somebody, and this is one thing that, uh, it, it, it is important for lifters. Like, this is why I like having Jake in the back now when he, when he's done lifting, I like having him coach because it makes coaching so much easier when you know your lifter is a gamer and you know your lifter is consistent and you know your lifter is gonna hit weights because then you can figure out strategy, you can figure out attempts, and you can set it up for the best possible situation. If if you can't rely on your athlete to make those attempts then you're sort of in a shitty position as a coach as well. Right. So, dude, she's, she's awesome, the coach. Yeah.
0: All right, next up, uh, Peter in the 85s.
1: Okay, so Peter was competing at the same time as Kate. So this is what was nuts: is that DJ was in charge of Kate's warm ups. Dan Moroni, who used to work for me and still helps me out at these meets, uh, he owns the the dojo, the People's Republic of the Dojo <laughs> (PRD) for those that want to know. Um, he was in charge of Dan of uh, Peter's attempts. So Dan and Pete, or Dan and Jake, were with Pete. DJ and John were with Kate, and then I was running back and forth. And they literally went out at the exact same time both times. Like, of course and, they did. Yeah. so Pete's one of those guys he trains with us online, and and uh, he's got really solid technique. But he's a little bit like Jake, where he's like all over the place. He's always thinking about three hundred different things, and, and that's what like that's what makes Jake and guys like Peter so fun to deal with and frustrating sometimes. It's a challenge. Yeah. Um, but Pete ended up going I wanna say he went twenty four and fifty two, I think, is what he ended up hitting. And he was capable of a little bit more, but this is the first uh national comp that we ever, you know, had together. And it was like a dude it was like a nine kilo national competition PR and it was like a four kilo meet PR for him. So I'll take that. yeah, he did well. He did really well at his first big meet and and I'm excited for him moving forward. I'm I'm hoping he, I, I really, he's not sure if he's going to go to USA's this year, but I really do hope that he He does go to USA's. USA's. Um, Jess in the 63's. Okay, so Jess Shubuck. Um Oh, actually, you know what? I skipped Morgan. Oh, Sorry. Morgan. <laughs> 69's. So, yeah, so Morgan was in the 69's, and I've never coached, I've only coached her, I want to say at two local meets, and I never coached her at a national comp, um, so I wasn't really sure what to expect. But she's in good shape going into this meet. Uh, she communicates well. Uh, she trains at CrossFit Center City, Liberty Barbell. Ooh. Yeah. And um, I she's been in good shape. And I she's frustrated because she did bomb in the cleaning jerks. And what frustrates me with that is that she was not that she was killing everything in warm-ups, but she she hit everything in warm-ups and it looked solid. Mm-hmm. And you know, her snatches weren't great, but they, you know, she did hit a, a national stage PR in the snatch. Um, I think she hit 78 in the snatch. And then Cleaning Jerks, we opened at 101, on one I think, and she just kept pushing that jerk forward. And it it's sort of ironic because going into this meet, I had told her the biggest things I wanted to work on after this meet was just her, her shoulder stability and her shoulder strength cause she does tend to lose things forward even after she gets it into the slot. So it, it's dude, this is where it's hard for me because like, like Morgan was upset and, uh, Marie was upset about how they perform, but at the same time, like, it's always, I always try to look at it as a, as like a growing process right. and for them to, to just look at, you know, what did they do poorly? What did I do poorly in warmups? What did I do poorly in programming? What did they do poorly as far as meat you know, preparation? Um, and I actually think Morgan and Anne Marie, I, I think they both prepared very, very well um, for the whole, for the competition in general. Um, just, you know, it's just, it's stressful. Yeah. And, and it's the first time with Morgan and I that we were ever on the national stage. And I'm not, I'm not upset at all by how she competed and I'm, and I'm looking forward because she's a, dude, she's freaking strong and she might come back in her next competition and go 82 and and 110 and i won't be surprised she has that capability so
0: yeah Yeah, i mean you just got to learn from those those moments and also sometimes it's just not your day yeah sometimes (laughs) it just isn't gonna go well sadly yes (laughs) that's the case sometimes sometimes yeah
1: um all right now jess (laughs) okay so jess this jess is like such an interesting story is that like two years ago, she and I started working together, and I kept telling everybody that she could be a ninety one ten girl. And I would tell everybody, dude, she's gonna be ninety one ten. she's gonna be ninety one ten. And I keep telling Jess, you're a ninety one ten girl. You can hit that those numbers. You're capable of those numbers and and you know, the first meet we ever did, I want to say she went like seventy five and ninety. Um, but I just knew she had it because she has the she has the power, she has the speed. Technique wasn't great when we first started working together. She was still cross a CrossFitter, um, and it's just been one of those journeys where, you know, sometimes she she gets really upset and she gets stressed out and she breaks down. And it's just, it's a very cool relationship that she and I have because she does, she can't be a pain in my ass sometimes. <laughs> and aren't, I aren't all your favorite athletes. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> And I'm a huge pain in her ass. Like she even says it, she's like, dude, sometimes you're just a dickhead. <laughs> yep, I know. So it, it's been this this long, you know, this just a long journey, like the last two years of, of developing her, because I've, I've known what she's capable of, I've know, I know her potential. And she sort of holds these girls that she sees in social media at this this high level. And then, you know, she goes out and snatch and she gets third with an 89K snatch. is a 63, which is freaking legit. Yeah. And she goes three for three in the snatch and she walks off. And it was the first time that I've ever seen her that excited. Like, gives me this big freaking hug. And I was like, dude, this, like you might medal. Which, you know, she did medal. She got third. And I think 91 won it. So she's right in the mix. Right. I'm telling her, I'm like Jess, like dude, you can you could go top three here, and she beat some really big name girls. Um, she beat some really big name girls that were up in the 69s. So I think I think after that snatch session, you know, we were both ecstatic. She came out, and she she smashed her opener. Um, so she on her opener, she tied her her competition PR total, and then we went right to 107. I knew she was capable of 107. She knew she was capable of 107. Um, the platform she was lifting on was a giant piece of shit, and USA Weightlifting <laughs> needs to burn it immediately because it kept falling apart. It Which kept, platform was that? Uh, it was the one all the way to the left, the it's red one. Red, okay. So every time, so she's standing there, and the bar's there, and the bar starts to roll forward because the platform was pulling apart. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and this dude, then they ended up putting like ratchet straps around the platform <laughs> to try and keep it like tight. It's right. like, dude, like, get rid of this freaking platform. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: that's not a good look.
1: So so she goes down on her first 107, her second attempt, the bar starts rolling forward and she pulls and as it's rolling forward it pulls her forward and then she basically clarks it, which sort of sucked because she hit four lifts in a row and I'm like fuck man she was grooving everything so you know I come back Jess you're gonna be fine you're gonna kill this next one 107 could put you in metal contention overall and she pulls A little jump back and ends up missing the missing the weight forward. And she was dude, she was you know, super, super upset. Really upset. Um, I didn't want to tell her this right away, but that one oh seven, dude, she would have gotten second overall with what she hit. So it's sort of like this bittersweet thing or it's good for her, you know, moving forward where she hit this really good snatch and then she hit that cleaning or she didn't hit the cleaning jerk. So it's like she knows she's on the cusp of having this huge breakout meet and really breaking out on the national scene. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping that that really gets her rolling into that into the next competition. Yeah,
0: and even mentally, it's always cool when you have an athlete who like maybe is making that physical development, and then they start to look around and see like, oh, I'm competing with these people that in my head I sort of always saw as ahead of me. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, like, I belong here. This is where. Yeah. This is Like this is the level I'm supposed to be on. Yep. Um, and then you know going forward that that'll be even more helpful. So yeah, and it's, and
1: then you develop mentally, and once yeah. you develop mentally, it's game over. Yeah, absolutely. All right, um, Jules. Okay, so Jules, Jules was one of those, we had specific numbers we wanted to hit for stipend and team reasons. And, the you know, the first attempts were basically to get us onto the team, Junior World Team. And then the second attempts were all stipend based, which is a good way to approach it. And I communicated that with Jules, but I think I put, a, I think it puts a little bit too much pressure in, onto her, um, but at the same time it is reality you know she's right. got to have money she's got to get money from the sport a little bit to pay her bills so she hit her 92 hit her 92 opener missed their second attempt at 95 which she you know she sat in the back for quite a while we did a power at 75 and then we took a pull at 95 and then her third attempt was 95 again and she missed it out front that attempt I think she should have had she should have made that um, And I think if Jules, if you're listening, this is where you could make a a pretty good, a strong improvement is that, you know, we took that pull at 95 and you had said that it felt heavy. So you didn't want to do any pulls and clean and jerk because you didn't want it to screw with your head. But that's where you just got to think like. It felt heavy off the floor in the back, but it's not going to feel heavy off the floor on the platform. And you've got to have a little bit stronger uh, mental state when you get out there. And that's the part with weightlifting that's a lot different from throwing is that that stuff, there's a lot more games during competition than there is in throwing. Yeah. Um, But nonetheless, she got out with 92. Her her competition PR, I think, is 94. Okay. Um, National level comp ninety twos are best uh, and then we knew we had to open at 17 so she took took 17 missed it and and that's just the way that she, she shouldn't be missing those those attempts it's, it's, they've gotta be there and we gotta clean up her technique we know where she's gotta be technique wise and she's got she's just dude she shouldn't be missing that 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 opener but then she does come back she's a big make at, at at that weight on her second attempt, that puts her pretty much in the good position on the on the junior world rankings. And then we bumped to twenty one to give her uh, the really good stipend. She did hit a good stipend already, but we wanted a little bit higher. And uh, gotta get more cash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it just it wasn't there. Yeah. But that that again, it was, I wanted her to do some pulls because there was a really long wait and she didn't want to because of what happened with ninety five. But that's something that you just got to get out of your head. Yeah. But I mean, dude, at the same time 21 she hits 21 and that's a medal and cleaning jerk she hits 95 and 21 she's going to medal overall so she's yeah. right there. She's yeah. right there and she's 18 years old. Like yeah. She's not no. old. I mean
0: it's 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 all right there and and it, it it definitely watching her reminded me a lot of Jake's competition where you just kind of put yourself in a corner with those two miss, missing the openers. Yeah. yeah. That's just that's just a tough position to work out of. Um but yeah, you're right. I mean, you can see it. She's she's that
1: close. Yeah. And that's where it's always one of those things where it's like, give me those freaking kilos. Dude, just give me your, go four for six. Hit me, hit your first two. Yeah. Hit your first two and we can get, we can go somewhere. And that's right. where,
0: that's when you can take risks. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's like, you gotta hit the fucking first two lifts. And that's where, and that's the good thing about Jules is that she sits there and she, you know, she was critical of her performance and I was critical of her performance. We, she's, you know, it's funny. She still fucking hit a a three kilo cleaning jerk PR yeah. <laughs> and she hit, she hit a one kilo total PR, and she didn't even have that good of a meet. Yeah, so and that's like, when
0: you know you're on the cusp, right. you know.
1: And, and she's had three like mediocre meets in a row, and and we're just waiting for that big one. We're waiting yeah. for that five for six, six for six performance where she just lights the world up and everybody's <laughs> like, "Holy shit, this girl's a real deal!" Because yeah. she is the real deal. Yeah.
0: No, you can you can definitely see it. I mean, she's looked great in training, you know, leading up to this meet, and it's it's definitely right
1: there. All right, big Deej, DJ. Okay, so DJ. Fucking drives me insane with his snatch.
0: <laughs> Dude, we were we we were losing it. Yeah. Watching watching oh, the street.
1: <laughs> his first lift, like he misses his first one forty one. And his snatches and so this is the other thing. Jules and DJ are going at the same time. So I'm sort of like going back and forth between the two. And he knew I was gonna be with Jules for most of that. And uh John did it John Giacalone did a really good job um with DJ warming him up and then and then after Jules' snatches, I came over to help finish. DJ off, um, and this is where Jess and Anne-Marie were also helping in the back with Jake and I and John, so he opens at 41, dumb miss on his opener, and, and if you watch the video, there's no reason for him to miss his first attempt. That and He pulled it so easily. Yeah, he pulled it. <laughs> the bar was where it needed to be. He caught it, and then it's just like he got allergic to it and just threw it down. <laughs> like, And even John and I looked at each other like, there's no reason for him to miss, that. And, and he knows it too. And I've tried fucking every goddamn thing that you could ever imagine for fixing his catch in the snatch, and it and that it didn't pay off. And I'm I'm still just super frustrated with it. You know, he missed his second attempt, and he goes out and hits his third. And, and I have you know, there are times when I do think with with DJ that he does have a little bit of a, perfor- a performance anxiety, but I, I but then he makes these pressure lifts where he's right about to bomb out right. and he hits it so it's like dude just hit that on your first one yeah. like, that gets that shit out of the way right so it's frustrating and I and I dude if if I ever figure it out he's gonna be he's gonna be an animal, he's yeah. be an animal. he is an animal it's just figuring that shit yeah. out yeah it's a huge handicap when you're when you're 14 kilos down and you're going into Cleaning Jerk. That's a and huge. you still almost make up the difference, yeah. like that's ridiculous. Yep. It, is. it is, it's absolutely ridiculous and that's the thing is that we go into Cleaning Jerk and we did know, we knew we wanted to open high and we opened at 96 and dude his opener at 96 was strong, he looked good and and that was one of the best jerks I've seen him at a big weight. 196 opener is Fucking huge! It was, it was ridiculous. We're at sure, ninety four.
0: So, they didn't have a uh, a scoreboard online, so we're trying to just like decipher the uh, really the blurry fucking yeah. thing in the back of the video. Okay, and we're like, that looks like I think it's like one eighty six, and then we just see everybody else's opener start creeping up. We're like, okay, it must be one ninety. Yeah, or like one ninety two comes, and he still has an over. Like, what the hell did they open? Yeah.
1: So he went out, dude. He smashed that ninety six. He looked good. He actually got a red light on it, and I'm watching it and like. The dude in the middle gave him a red light, and I wanted to just be like, dude, stop stop trying to act important. Like, There was no red light. <laughs> Sam There's said no... it best when he said
0: it wasn't a press out, it was just a DJ jerk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. all it was. <laughs> but it's
1: like, dude, he—he. He, I watched the video now like four or five times. It's his shoulders moving. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit-ass call. <laughs> but, uh, you know, his second attempt, he goes 203. Oh, gosh. Um, he only needed 202, and I want to make this clear. He only needed two o two to bump into some places there. I think to get third, and uh, and to win the cleaning jerk and to get third overall. But DJ wanted two o three because it could put him in a better position with a with a stipend if Ah, if they would give him a stipend. So I just said, all right, we'll take two o three because I know he he's hit. Was he hit two o two? I think in training two o one something like that. Something like that. So we take it. Solid, clean, not bad. A little bit of a dump forward, but he he stands up with it, dude. He has a little bit of a lean forward on the dip, and still has a decent drive, but then misses it misses it out front. Um, on the recovery, he lost it forward. Yeah, I actually thought he had it, uh, and, until he recovered. I actually, I, in my head, I he did have it, but lost it to the the right side, uh, on the recovery. But it was a really, really strong, strong attempt, and it took a lot of gas out of him. And the problem was uh, the Korean that was there; he took two hundred three, but he just went out, deadlifted it, and it got off the platform. Yeah. So he didn't give DJ any
0: time. Yeah, and that's I was wondering. I figured that's why you guys bumped.
1: Yeah, and so DJ was sitting there like, "Dude, I cannot." So he had a one minute clock. It was basically like a minute twenty after he had taken two hundred three, and he's like, "I can't take it. I cannot take two hundred three again." <laughs> So we go 204 and then around like 35 seconds, I put in the change to 205 to try and give them at least like another 20 or 30 seconds. And they didn't change the clock. Um, they didn't stop the clock. Yeah. And so I was bitching out at the platform. I was like, dude, I put in the change like 20 seconds ago and they didn't stop the clock. Yeah, they owed him a lot of time. And the guy running the clock like looks at me. He puts it back to one minute. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, DJ's like, all right, I'll take it. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> so he hits a clean and then just got buried on the jerk. That's like the one thing that that that's where DJ needs to get his squats up. Not because like, dude, DJ's best back squat ever is 250, but he's clean 205 twice now. Right. Um, His best front squat ever is 207. So like he has a very, very good conversion. He's got 212 on the board.
0: Maybe two twelve. Yeah, he's, I was looking at four. Okay, yeah. even still, two hundred five and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. two twelve.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's ever doubled two two hundred five uh, on the front. So he is. He's still, and even with that, very very good conversion. Now, if he, if DJ could hit that two hundred five for a good set of four, right, he's going to hit that jerk, yeah. and and he'll feel stronger on that third attempt. And that's where we do need to start pushing the squats a little, not because. I'm this like big squat guy because I don't really give a shit about squats as much as I do about technique. It's more like he needs that that squat reserve so that on his third attempt he yeah. can still put out decent right. you know, power. It just doesn't movement. kill him standing up at yeah. 205 on his yeah. last. So he he competed well with that 96, and coming back from those garbage ass snatches was <laughs> is tough. But dude, he's he's a centimeter away from from really breaking out on the onto the national stage, and that's where I got to step my shit up and figure it out with him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it's a similar story with not even just the weightlifters here, a lot of the athletes here, like, we're all just so close. We we're so and close, we everybody's on it. the cusp, yeah. everybody's <laughs> on the
1: cusp, man, it's like, when the fuck are we going to break through?
0: We'll get it. Yep. Um, Alright, uh, so after DJ was Kurt.
1: Yeah, so Kurt, it was his first competition um, as a weightlifter, and he went out, power snatched 140, power snatch 145, missed 150, just like a bull, complete bull. Uh Didn't and he got a nice haircut though. Yo yeah, yeah, he looks so much better, dude. <laughs> he cut his beard and he cut his hair and he actually looks like a respectable adult. Yes, yeah, I was surprised. Like I I'm looking at him like Kurt, like you look so much better. <laughs> and then he went and farted in the back and it was like it smelled like I said, dude, did you fucking kill a squirrel and leave it in your backpack? <laughs> it smelled like death. Like the whole back smelled like crap. Um, but Mike Atone was helping me with him, who uh, you know, coached Tara Knott, uh, the only female Olympic weightlifting champion from the US. So it was, it was a pleasure to coach alongside him, and I've, I coached with him at uh, Junior World, so it's, it's always fun to be alongside him, and, and, and Kurt's sort of like this project that we're working with him to see if, if we can develop him into a weightlifter, or even if he wants to be developed into a weightlifter, I would have liked to see a little better technique. On his cleaning jerks, um, but that just you know, it's an experience. it's lack of reps, and and we're we got to sort of regroup and see where he wants to go. If this is something he wants to pursue, then we got to really iron that stuff out. And if it's not, then you know, then we just move forward and he continues to smash stuff on the on the on the shop putting circuit. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Last, but certainly not least. Yeah. Haley. So Haley. Back, back around to Haley. Yeah. So
1: Haley was the first one. Um, Talk about starting strong. Yeah, we started really fucking strong. And you know what's funny is the night before I told them, I said, if we have three champions, they kept asking me, why don't you have a tattoo? Because, like, everybody on the team has tattoos, and I don't have any. I mean, Haley doesn't have any. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, after this weekend, if we have three champs, I'll get a tattoo. And in my mind, like, if Jules had a huge meet, she could have won. But it really was like, DJ could win. Right. And Jake could have won. Right. Um, so I was like, it's it's
0: it's, also it's in the realm
1: of possibility. And, yeah. and Haley had to go have a good meet. Haley had to beat Megan Seeger, who's a stud, and um, that's a good bet. Yeah, it was yeah. a good, it was <laughs> really good. Bet, you know? And so that's where we were. We were sort of sitting there uh, with Haley. I knew we were gonna go, and, and Haley's whole goals, the whole everything around her numbers was all based around one getting on the the junior international squads. And then two, getting her a big a senior stipend, and so we sat there. I said, "Listen, I don't give a fuck what Megan Seeger does. I don't care. I don't care what anyone else does. These are the attempts we're going to take. We're going to go 71, 73, 75. I want you, you've hit 75 before. You are capable of these three weights. I want you to hit these. And her competition PR is 72. So 71 smashed. Now keep in mind in the warm-ups Her left shoulder, she caught her left shoulder funky, and she just looked a little bit off, like it it wasn't all there. And uh, John did some work on her left shoulder because she caught a couple a little forward, and she just wasn't feeling it. And then she took 69 as her last attempt, and she destroyed it. I was like, okay, I think we're going to be in a good spot. Hammers away at 71. Misses 73 behind on the second attempt. Comes back. Hammers away at seventy three on her on her third attempt for for being in a good position or where, you know, I, and I had laid out, so what I do is is going into the meet, I basically lay out, okay, if Haley hits seventy one, this is what she's gonna have to take on Cleaning Jerks. Right. If She hit seventy three, this is what we're gonna have to take in cleaning jerks. If she hit seventy five, this is what we're gonna have to take. Um But she only hit seventy three, so we're coming out of that. Megan Siegert had hit seventy five, missed seventy seven, missed seventy nine. Um so going into Cleaning Jerks, I sat her down. I said, look, these are the goals. The team is the first attempt. The stipend is the second attempt. The third attempt is either another bigger stipend or you win the meet. And I would prefer you win the meet. I don't care about more money. Like, I want you to win. But I don't give a shit. I won't jo- I'm not jockeying around with, with attempts. I can still play around with cards and, and – where we were fortunate is this word, dude. This word, I'm fucking good. Is I, I <laughs> saw like her openers, and Haley had a, a higher lot number, so we could actually like push her to take her first attempt. Megan. Okay. So we actually pulled her first attempt higher than they wanted it to ah. be, which caused her uh, to miss it. One of her cleaning jerks. I actually think uh, where Haley wasn't snatch sort of screwed with her a little bit, a little bit in the snatch, Megan. Um, but so we you know we sat there and I said I wanted to go 91 94 I knew she could hit 94 because hit it in training and I just you know she was warming up well she was grooving it well in in the back she took 86 so she took 86 with no gear and she hit it and then she had to sit for a little bit because there was she was um, there was a little bit of technical difficulties and it was getting a little slow so then she had to take 86 again and she actually missed it. And when she missed it, I was like, fuck, this could be this could completely change everything. Right. She gets pissed off, goes right back onto the bar and just destroys 86. And then I was like, okay, that was good. <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> then we go 89, hammers away at 89. And I had posted that on social media if you want to check that out. And then uh, 91 was her opener. Just annihilates 91 and I went back to the back I put 94 right on I no actually I played around a little bit with the numbers but I knew we were going 94 um, I let Megan's coaches sort of try and hang with us but I knew that they can't hang with us in clean and jerk uh, just like we we aren't hanging with her in snatch so you know it all comes down to winning the meet and clean and jerk and that's where having Haley be so consistent and being so strong and so mentally strong and just I communicated well what the goals were going to be before the, the session started. She knew what was going down, and, and she knew 94 was going to be the next attempt. I right. told her that. Um, so she took 94. That's a competition PR by 2 kilos. So that 73 was a competition PR by 1 kilo, so that now she's sitting there with a 3-kilo comp PR at 167 total, which is a huge total for a 48 that's a junior and has 2 more years as a junior. Um and then Haley actually didn't know where I was going to put her. Um, I think 96. 96 was for the win. And she thought I was going to actually put her at a 97. <laughs> Looking back, she could have hit 97. But I don't give a shit. She, hit, she took 96, with, which added four kilos to the American record. Clean and jerk. And it won the meet. And it's double body weight. And that was the whole goal was, like, I wanted her to hit double body weight right. in clean and jerk. Like, I didn't, I wouldn't have taken – 97 wasn't – it wasn't necessary. And, you know, she went out. She hammered the clean. She stood right up with it, got set, had a really good drive in the jerk, and, and recovered perfectly. It was a really, really, really sound technical lift. And that's where – dude, if you want to learn how to clean and jerk, watch that video. So she just – Yeah, it was, it was smooth. Yeah, she gamed up. She did exactly what we needed to do. She knew what we needed to do. She put up a 169 total, which is absolutely huge, um, and it's also a good stipend number for her as well uh, on the senior level for her stipend. So that's a big plus for her moving forward, and it takes some pressure off of her. And but the biggest thing is like she hit. She's the youngest American female to ever hit uh, clean and jerk uh, double body weight. So really? that's, yeah, that's pretty Sorry, cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so. You know, moving forward, she's in a good spot. I think, I think what's cool with her is that there's still a lot of technical things that we can fix in her snatch. Her snatch has had, you know, she has, dude, she has seven to eight kilos in her snatch that I think we could fix with technique, right? Um, specifically on her pull. Clean and Jerk is just continuing to fix her squat technique. And uh, her front squats, her one side caves in a little bit. It's just continuing to for to get her comfortable off the floor with heavy weights. You know, pulling off the floor. And and you know just being consistent, hitting the same weights over and over and over and over again. So she's in a really good spot, and I'm pretty excited heading forward. You know, now we can pretty much train through junior nationals. We're gonna train through um, any meets. I just our next big meet for her is probably actually gonna be the Arnold because I want to see if she could push to get on the senior Pan Am team. Okay. If she could push to get on that senior Pan Am team, that that could be that could be uh, special having. Having her make that team as an eighteen-year-old could be something that I really want to push for. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, from a viewer's perspective and a,
0: a fan's perspective, it definitely seemed like it was sort of an up and down meet. Yes. Did have any sort of overall? It was big extremely picture, up and down. Big picture thoughts.
1: Uh, it, it's sort of weird because I feel like the guys, that everybody that trains with me on site, it's easier for me to monitor what they're doing. And, you know, Jake's making good progress with making more lifts. He went three for five. Um, he only had five lifts because I fucked him over. <laughs> uh, DJ, again, he's, we, we've got to figure out that snatch. It was up and down. And it's one of those things where I just think, you know everybody else that doesn't train with me on-site full-time, we've got to get more consistent about just making lifts in training. We don't have to just keep adding weight. I'd rather somebody hit you know 120 for five singles or or three doubles than hit 130 for one single after missing it four times. Right. So that's like my whole perspective on training, and it's just getting that across to everybody. I need to be a better communicator, and I need to get people to understand my training philosophy a little bit more and, and keep pushing that aspect of it. But... It was up and down, but the other thing is it's the AO. The AO is always a little bit more up and down because there's no national championship there's on the line. It's sort of people take a little bit bigger risk than they do at USA's because right. it's not as important. So you can go after the stipends. You can go after the teams, whereas at USA's, when I'm at USA's, I just want medals. That's all I care about. <laughs> so it's like it's always going to be about jockeying for those medal right. positions. It so was the, the strategy. Yeah, so – yeah um any other thoughts about the meat in general i think usa weightlifting needs to burn that platform on the left (laughs) um or like turn it into a tree or something i think it's absolutely pathetic that they run a meet like that and they had no water in the back i thought that was absolutely fucking terrible and they should be embarrassed that they didn't have water in the back um there's no water anywhere it's just sad and then uh a little too many technical stops. I didn't really yeah. like the venue either. Like there's a lot of technical stops which turns people off. Like if you're at home watching and there's all these technical stops, you don't want to keep watching right. it. It's, it's just like, not as smooth from a yeah. viewing.
0: It just it honestly seemed um it just seemed sort of amateurish. Like, yeah. It just seemed like it wasn't super well put together. It wasn't a seamless experience from a viewing perspective.
1: I've I've been to you know, last year's AO and the AO in DC were well put together where it was very professional actually the one in dc i really liked a lot um that was like 2014 that was a while ago but like the venue dude was just it you almost just felt because of how big it was it felt empty yeah and i don't like that feeling right um obviously i don't want it to be too tight but it was just it was too much. Uh, they did do a good job presenting it when you were there, though. They had a lot of good vendors there. The vendors were good. Okay. The training hall was what you needed. It was too packed on the first day, but it, it's always too packed on the first day. A lot of people were bitching about that. I'm like, dude, it's always like this the first day. You know it's going to be like that. Yeah. You know that going into it. That's that's the way it goes with meets yeah. like that. Yeah. So, like, dude, the whole thing with me is, like, I think USAW did put all they did a decent job, but the venue was not that cool of a venue for that type of meet, mm-hmm. um, and it was just, I don't like LA that much. Um, <laughs> travel there's, I mean, it's just driving around's tough. But whatever. It, I, I just, it, dude, it really pissed me off. They didn't have water in the back.
0: Yeah, that's that seems that's
1: ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. No water and that platform sucks. Get a new platform. Charge everybody an extra dollar. You have thirty thousand members. Everybody pay an extra dollar. <laughs> to get get a new nice, platform. Get a nice platform. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I do think they did a a pretty solid job otherwise, and and. Sometimes I think the announcers could be a little more in tune with what's going on with the meet. You know, there were a couple times, too, where the loaders, um, where they were scrapping for loaders.
0: Yeah, those, those like, technical bar teams, just, they were kind of janky. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, I I don't know, they still do a decent job, though. You know, Phil Andrews is, from what USA Weightlifting used to be, it's way better, but at some point, like we need to stop saying that, right, like, yeah, I was gonna oh, say. what it used to be <laughs> yeah. was, was shitty, and now it's better.
0: Well, can no. not only run on that for so long.
1: Yeah, now this is, like, I would say this is the last meet that you can run on that. Right. Now it's like, nope, that doesn't matter. He's, no. you know, Phil's been around. There should be water in the back. There right. should, you know, there should, there should be a better job. The one fucking session, the marshal like went to the bathroom during the 10 minute break he forgot to come back dude. and then he came back and he was like apologizing the one chick i think her name's jenny schumacher was just ripping him up he's like oh i'm sorry i was like what are you sorry for dude like you're an embarrassment we, we, yeah. we have 18 people in this session
0: at this time we want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Dane's platform Remember to look out for our next episode and check out our sponsors: Earth Fed Muscle, The Acceleration Diet, and Holistic Encapsulations. Peace.
1: You just delayed it because you weren't paying attention. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Like, you shouldn't have your job anymore. <laughs> and she like kicked them out, which was awesome. So, yeah. I, all in all, it was a good meet, though. It's just I I think that venue was a little too big, and at some point they need to stop co-hosting it with powerlifting. The Powerlifting American Open was there too. Oh, really? USAPL was there. I didn't realize that. But yeah, it was good, and uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to Junior Nationals, but I'm really looking forward to uh, to the AO1 in uh, in Columbus. Yeah. So. All right. Thanks Anything for else? tuning in, everybody. No, that's it. Cool. Sounds good. Peace.